Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci, and I'm on the grid, and so is the raging redhead, Cam Stewart. It's the Friday edition of the program. Let's rock and roll. Let's call it the Friday uh, the Friday Freak Show, and it actually is, because Mick Aussie is going to be stepping up and in, uh, but Steve Merrill will uh, help uh, counterbalance uh, the insanity of, uh, of Mick Aussie, who knows uh, what else we have in store on the program uh, today, but I'll tell you what. Yeah, I remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking, well, in a couple of weeks we'll have German soccer to bet on and we'll, you know, we'll have this and, oh, we'll have a charity skins game. And, well, you know what, there's actually going to be two things on at once to bet on. Well, this is the biggest weekend, Cam, if you think about it, that we've had in the matter of months. It, it literally is. There's three major events over the weekend in the sense of, boom, we've got the Santa Anita Derby uh, running in California. We've got the UFC in Las Vegas. And we have NASCAR in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, over the weekend. Three major sporting events, which um, you know gives us an opportunity to bet on three major sporting events. And we will be betting on those three major sporting events and probably some other events as well as Cam is red hot right now. He's burning up Belmont. What's up, Cam? It's amazing, Rezzy. I just checked the account. I'm up $1,000 today now. Back to back, 15 Whoa. to 1, 5 to 1. Hit another exacta and try, baby. I was going to turn loose Junior Alvarado. I tweet out, what's going on, Junior? Where are you, buddy? Show up. Next thing you know, ding, ding. He's hitting the game. I feel like junk. We had a couple drinks. I had a couple drinks last night, but shaking it off with gambling winnings. <laughs> come on, horses. Down the stretch, they come. $1,000. Um, great, yeah. great start. Um, so as it is right now, it's 6.04 Eastern time. I look forward to seeing Cam's mood at about 11.04 Eastern time tonight. <laughs> Let's see, see where it goes. Where hopefully the account is built or is that the same? Oh, I don't want to be hearing from you at like 2 in the morning tonight. Oh, man, you know, I really, I really shouldn't have just bet. I can't, blah, can't believe it. might be a good thing that uh, you don't have access to a Toowoomba and uh, Ramden Park. <laughs> Ramden Rural <laughs> Park. <laughs> to, bet, to bet these races at 4.30 in the morning. It's a great point, Marenzi. Uh, and me and you, we've, this is not our first rodeo. How many times have we been up like a couple grand? And the good, good news is I'm not going to be drinking tonight. So that's uh, that's one good th- reason I think I could pad the account or keep it where it is. Maybe take a couple more shots during the afternoon at Golden Gate in Santa Anita. But if I was drinking tonight, that uh, 1000 bucks could go right down the tubes pretty quick. We, we know that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, we've said it. we've said it before. We'll say it again. Yeah, drinking, you know, drinking is so much fun, and gambling is so much fun. When you yes. kind, when you combine the two of them, you figure that oh, how can this not be the ultimate, uh, the ultimate uh, funness? Nah, it doesn't work out uh, very well. Uh, no matter one, once in a while, you'll get lucky. One, once in a while, you get lucky, uh, but. Uh, we've got our game face on. And listen, Steve Merrill's going to step up and in 
Uh, love having Steve Merrill back in the rotation. ProSportsInfo.com, one of the covers experts uh, over at Covers.com. Longtime uh, guest uh, on our shows. Steve's been joining us for over uh, 15, 16 years. Uh, now, it's been, been a long time. Merrill's been in rotation, and uh, Merrill's as sharp as they come uh, when it comes yep. to, uh, to NASCAR. So we're going to break it down uh, with Steve uh, Merrill. Mick Ossie, um, well, I guess, what's, what's, what's he our expert? He's our, uh, uh, Mick Ossie, I guess, uh, he's our tennis expert. Mick actually likes golf. Listen, he's Australian, right? So golf is popular there as well. Game time decisions has begun. I am Gabriel Morenci. We're throwing it down with the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates, wherever you may be. We've got a lot of stuff to get to. We're going to talk UFC 250. UFC 250, Amanda Nunes and Felicia Spencer. It's going to be a, a real, real cool uh, fight. Uh, Amanda Nunes, not just the best female uh, fighter uh, ever, but arguably the best pound-for-pound fighter in the business uh, right now. Felicia Spencer is a big girl. She's also a very big underdog. And down the stretch, they come. They'll be coming down the stretch at San Anita. We're going to be breaking that down. Cam's been lighting it up all day long at the uh, the racetracks at San Anita, at Belmont. We've got the San Anita Derby. We've got NASCAR, Steve Merrill, uh, ProSportsInfo.com, one of the covers experts, uh, will join us. So we've got a lot of picks on the show today. It actually is game time decisions. It's race time decisions. It's fight time decisions. And uh, we're going to have NBA basketball uh, returning, of course, at the end of July. And uh, there's a new wrinkle. This is just breaking news, actually. And listen, nothing's official right now. Uh, but there are reports that they're considering they're considering piping in crowd noise from the video game NBA 2K. And I know, Cam, like we've kidded about a lot of stuff. I'm not joking. This is something that's on the <laughs> table here. And I've heard this before. So, like, so they'll have fake crowd noise. But like the video game, fake crowd noise in the arena. And you know what? At this point, guys, I'm surprised that Commissioner Silver hasn't just said, for safety purposes, we'll just have, we'll just, why don't we just play uh, video games? Because that's what it's come to basically right now. Like, uh, uh, you know, really? Video game crowd stuff? It's ridiculous. We want to hear the players. We want to hear the squeaking. I want to hear the, the ball, you know, off, off the rim, off the backboard. You know, whatever. We're going to take whatever they give us. But nothing surprises me anymore with the NBA, I'm telling you. No, I'm with you, too. I, I, I can't believe it. Like, we, we were just chuckling. When I heard uh, they actually could carry the wood, like Kenny Rogers Roaster's Chicken, the wood makes it good. I was getting a little bit concerned, Marenzi, but they've been throwing out some really, really weird stuff. And, uh, yeah, this is usually what the NHL does. This is, we laugh at them and go, nutty concepts are these guys going to come up with? But now it's the NBA. All right, so uh, we'll talk a little NBA. Uh, we're going to uh, get into it. NASCAR coming up next. Steve Merrill, bring it. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com.
on the grid, sports grid. I am Renzi. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead, Cam Stewart. It's Friday, and uh, Cam's in a good mood because he's been crushing the ponies. Um, already up over $1,000. Big, big, big day uh, so far for Cam at the track. We've got a big day at the track uh, tomorrow all day long. The Santa Anita Derby and, of course, a bunch of other great uh, races. So we'll um, try to put together a winning trifecta. Uh, you know, it really is a two-horse race, so to speak, but is it, right? Uh, is it? There's some, there could be some value with some of the other ponies on the board. All right, so Steve Merrill's going to step up and in. Uh, we're going to uh, track down uh, Merrill. Merrill's in Virginia. We got NASCAR in Atlanta. When you look at Atlanta, it's a sister track to Charlotte. And uh, we saw how uh, uh, well uh, Koslowski uh, raced in Charlotte. And uh, he ended up uh, winning uh, in Charlotte. So I think we can take a look at Brad Koslowski's got to be in the mix uh, here. Uh, we're going to bring Steve Merrill in in a second uh, here. I just uh, want to uh, give everybody an announcement. And uh, there was a press release earlier in the day. We're all really excited about this. Uh, we're we're yeah. stoked to be on SB Nation uh, Radio. And um, we're going to be on SB Nation Radio overnights now as well. So you get us game time decisions weekdays at 6, following the uh, the freaking legend, Scotty Farrell. And now you're going to get Farrell in the late night hours overnight. Uh, you're going to get uh, Sports Rage, in which uh, I'll just be raging uh, about uh, yes. various topics in the late night hours. Bagels and Rage. Bad Beats with Scott Wetzel can be heard on all the SB Nation uh, radio affiliates. That starts this Sunday night, so I'll be on, guys. Sunday night, midnight uh, Eastern, we'll be throwing it down. Let's bring in uh, Steve Merrill uh, right now and throw it down. ProSportsInfo.com, one of the covers experts. Always a pleasure. Steve, how you doing, Steve? What's going on, Gabe? Well, we're ready to rock and roll. It's crazy, Steve. There's been so much NASCAR yeah, it feels like it's been forever since the last race. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we went 70-some days with no racing, and then we had, I think, four races in 14 days, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Thursday, so maybe 15 days. But, um, yeah, we actually have a Wednesday race next week. Uh, we have a Martinsville race next Wednesday, and then it's Saturday and Sundays for the next several months. And, in fact, I just saw an alert a couple hours ago. They came out with the August schedule and beyond. I haven't looked at it yet, but I think the rest of the season actually might have been released a few hours ago for NASCAR. Um, yeah, you know, you're exactly right. And uh, so we've got the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500. Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500. Kevin Harvick, these are the odds courtesy of FanDuel uh, right now. Kevin Harvick plus 430. Chase Elliott plus 600. Kyle Busch plus 700, Alex Bowman, plus 850, Joey Logano, plus 900, Brad Keselowski, 10 to 1, and I'm telling you, that looks like a pretty nice number uh, for Keselowski. Truex is 10 to 1, Hamlin, 12 to 1, then Kurt Busch, 18, etc. But I'll throw it to you first, Steve Merrill. What do you think about these odds posted for the race? Yeah, there's no question there's value with Keselowski. He's finished first and third the last two years. I think he had a first or a second, the third the year before that. So, yeah, his average finish is like one and a half the last three years on this track. Uh, they only race once here now instead of twice. They have one race a year at Atlanta. It's a mile and a half. Uh, I don't really want to say it's a cookie cutter, though, because it's the fastest mile and a half. You know, the cookie cutters are kind of Vegas, Chicago, Kansas, uh, Kentucky. Those mile and a halves are all just really boring. Uh, Charlotte's a mile and a half, has a little bit difference to it. But this mile and a half at Atlanta is the fastest of all of them. So it's a little bit different than all those others, but it's still similar. And as the same teams will do well, I think Hendrick Motorsports, as we talked about last week, has been the fastest team overall this year. 
Uh, Chase Elliott once again in a position to win last Sunday in Bristol, and he and Legato wreck each other. Keselowski finds a way to win once again. It's the second time in the past three races that not only has Keselowski won, but he has by far not even had one of the four or five best cars. And now we go to a track where he has been better than anywhere else. So hard to leave him off the card this week when he finds ways to win with lesser cars. And now he's at his best track. So at 10 to 1, there's definitely some value there. And Cam, listen to this as far as Keselowski is concerned. He's won two of the last three races this year. Seems like every second mm-hmm. race, right? So he won, he won again. So, and it, it's hard to keep up, keep up, as Steve stated. You know, we had the four races in 14 days. But he's won two of the last three races. And as you mentioned, Steve, he's won two of the last three races in Atlanta as well. Why are we getting 10 to 1 with him, Steve? Yeah, I don't understand that. And I'd be surprised if we still are by Sunday. So we'll see. I'd lock it in <laughs> right, now. So sh- let's not tell anybody. Um, All right, it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> don't play this till Monday morning. <laughs> ten, 10 to 1. Uh, Brad, uh, Brad Keslowski, a driver that me and Cam uh, often talk about, and a guy that you got to bring up just because, uh, just because of how uh, well he's been running is Chase Elliott. Uh, we'll get to uh, Chase Elliott in a second, but I'm telling you, Cam, Brad Keslowski, he's won two of the last three races this year. So uh, we know that his package um, is performing to perfection uh, right now. Yeah. I talked about Atlanta, yeah, I mean, sort of like, uh, yeah, they're like golf courses, and 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 you got you have Atlanta, which is um, very similar to Charlotte as well. And we saw the success, uh, Steve, that uh, the Kostowski had at Charlotte. Understanding at uh, ten to one, some nice numbers, some nice numbers uh, right there. What are you looking at, Cam? I'm looking at, uh, I know, uh, Gabe, it's hard to get away from Harvick. Uh, he looks like a guy, when you look at the past uh, records at this track, he's done fantastic. You bring up great points about Keselowski. How do you not have him on your card, Gabe, at that price? That price is absolutely insane. He should be about 7 You're getting 10 I think that's a good value play. I'm also going to look for guys that are on the up and up and on the upswing, and I was going to ask Steve about Jones. Jones is a guy who's finished uh, n- not no worse than 11th in his last, five, I think, six races. So he's getting up after after a really slow start. It looks like Eric Jones might be a guy like a big, big pooch that I might take in like top five bets. That was a guy I was going to ask Steve about. But Harvick seems to be an absolute beast at this track, guys. Steve? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Hendrick's been the fastest team this year, but they're so inconsistent. Guys like Byron and Bowman are young and talented, but they find ways to blow every race. Chase Elliott, of course, could have won the last four races in a row. And he's only got one win. Uh, Jimmy Johnson's been strong as well with some bad finishes in between, though. So Hendrick is risky. I think, though, from an outright win perspective, Hendrick is worth looking at. I'd be leery of them in matchups, so because guys like Harvick and Keselowski, proven veterans, seem to get the most out of lesser cars. Harvick and Keselowski almost automatic top 10, if not top five plays this week, even though I think Hendrick is faster. Gibbs racing, though, is interesting. Of course, Eric Jones is part of that team. You know, in years past, Truex and Kyle Busch would have been the first two names we mentioned, um, but they haven't been as consistent this year. In fact, Kyle Busch hadn't led a lap until last week at Bristol. His best track is the only track he's led laps at this year in nine races, and he still wasn't one of the best cars. Truex Jr. has a new crew chief this year. He has run better than his finishes have indicated, but once again, he finds a way to not finish top two or three like he should. Uh, Eric Jones, you're going to get better odds on, so if you're looking for a sleeper, Jones has definitely got a better payout from that Gibbs team. Now, as far as Chase Elliott is concerned, as you mentioned, Steve, listen, he's been in a mix pretty much every race, all right? He's had a lot of bad luck. He's, he does have one win, um, one win though, to show uh, for his performances. His home track uh, here, uh, 
uh, at Atlanta. He averages a top 10 uh, finish. What's your take? Is there enough value? Because, you know, guys, it's the usual suspects. And there are trends in NASCAR in which teams, as Steve's talking about, certain drivers and certain teams are just a little bit ahead of other teams. And we're seeing that right now this year. Uh, you know, Chase Elliott, is there enough value for you to pull the trigger uh, and, and have a piece? I'm going to have a piece of Brad Keselowski, uh, but I do think Chase Elliott can legitimately win this race, Steve. Yeah, I think you could probably say Chase Elliott's the driver to beat right now. Um, he's been great at every type of track. He was really good at Bristol a half mile last week, and he's been as fast as anybody on the mile and a half at, you know, Charlotte Darlington's 1.33, so that's very similar to the track at Atlanta. So, by the way, guys, we have some good data to work with, even though we don't have practice times. We had the Vegas race in which Joey Logano dominated, by the way, back early in the season. Alex Bowman, a Hendrick driver, dominated the Charlotte, two, uh, the California two-mile track before the shutdown. And then since we've been back now, two Darlington races and two Charlotte races, and Hendrick was definitely the fastest of those tracks. Alex Bowman was second fastest after Harvick in that first Darlington race. Um, I like Alex Bowman a lot, but like I said earlier there, he's very inconsistent along with like William Byron, his teammate. Um, I've seen Bowman around seven to one, even as high as eight to one at some spots. I think there's some value there, probably better value with Bowman than Elliott, even though Elliott's been the best driver overall recently. You know, Cam, here's a sleeper. And, you know, Cam, coming yep. in, when, when they restarted, remember, I was high on Eric Jones. And, man, he was he had a great year uh, last year. He's really coming on. But like Steve stated, they just can't get into a groove. So, you know, I don't, I wouldn't be taking a look at him. Uh, but here's a guy, you get him 18 to 1 right now at FanDuel. He was a trendy driver a couple of weeks ago, and, um, and people have kind of forgotten about him, but he, he ran real well at Charlotte, Steve. And I'm talking about Ryan Blaney. Getting Blaney at 18 to 1. What's your take? We got less than a minute. Let's give us your take on Blaney, and then we'll hit more drivers on the other side of the update. But what's your take on Blaney, Steve? Like it a lot. He was my actually maybe my top pick at Bristol this past Sunday, and he is running second when he gets taken out and finishes dead last 40th. He was in second place before he finished 40th. Now, he spun out on his own, but Ty, Ty Dillon, like a deer in headlights, decided to ram into him with about a six-second head start, and that put him in 40th. But I like Ryan Blaney a lot. He could have won Daytona. He could have won earlier this year at Phoenix and some of those other tracks. Uh, he's been fast, and he's on Team Penske with Logano and Keselowski. And we know they've been very good at these tracks overall. So I think Blaney has the best value of all three of those Penske drivers, even more so maybe than Kozlowski. Game time decisions continues. Hey, guys, Cam Stewart with your sports producer betting update. Oh, my God, that's three in a row, baby. I love Belmont. NLB discussions with owners about a shortened 2020 season are now focused on a 48-game schedule with prorated pay for the players. This from Jeff Passan of ESPN. Previous reports indicated the league was seeking between a 50- and 60-game season with a prorated level. The MLBPA proposed a 114-game sched, which the league rejected, but the union is reportedly willing to play an 82-game season with prorated salaries. The union rejected any further pay cuts to the players this Thursday. The collective bargaining agreement is also up to expire in 2021. If they play, there's doubts surrounding whether or not the entire season would be played in front of empty stands. The state of Texas already allowing sports venues to allow a 50% capacity. 
The NBA PA has officially approved the 22-team return-to-play format. They will work through a number of details over the next week and ready to move towards that July 31st tip-off date. Kevin Durant won't be coming back anytime soon. Even with the tentative timeline to resume 2019-20 at Walt Disney World in late July, Durant still won't make his Brooklyn Nets debut this season, according to Anthony Puccio of Nets Daily. Katie ruptures his Achilles while playing for the Golden State Warriors in last year's finals. June 10 marks the one-year anniversary of the injury. The seven-seeded Nets will compete with the Orlando Magic and the Washington Wizards for the final two playoff bursts in the Eastern Conference. The NBA says they're going to keep close tabs on the German basketball Bundesliga in an attempt to restart play with a 10-team tournament, and that starts Saturday in Munich, Germany. The NBA has not announced any plans to track player movements once its regular season does resume. Fans will be back for golf sooner than we thought. The Memorial Tournament will be the first event on the PGA Tour restart sched that will be able to have spectators. That event set for July 16th at Mirfield Village in Dublin, Ohio. It's the sixth event on the calendar season. And PGA, they open it back up June 11th in Fort Worth, Texas. NASCAR news. Miami plans to host 1,000 guests for the June 14th Cup race, according to the mayor. NFL, Kyle Long says he has not spoken about the New York Jets about coming out of retirement to play. He says that story is false. The Jacksonville Jaguars conducted an organization-wide March Friday at the TIAA Bank Field to Jacksonville Sheriff's Office to raise awareness of racial injustice. Players, coaches, and fans all participated in the march. And the NCAA announced today that it banned Oklahoma State men's basketball team from competing in the 2020-21 postseason due to a level one violation. The Cowboys have also been placed on probation for the next three years, fined 10 grand, plus 1% of the man's program budget, and their scholarships have been reduced to three. Soccer, the LA Galaxy have parted ways with midfielder Alexander Katai after his wife posted a series of messages on social media that described as racist and violent. MMA, Alex Gustafson coming back out of retirement. He's going to fight Fabricio Verdum July 25th. And Dana White says the winner of the Sterling Sanhagen fight will go on a challenge for the belt. The bantamweight title was relinquished this May after Henry Cejudo retired from MMA after his UFC 249 win over Dominic Cruz. NHL will open the facilities next week, June 8th. And today they created four committees to address diversity issues in the game. I'm Cam Stewart. Stick around, everybody. Sports Grid's the best for wagering and fantasy. Now back to our host, Gabe Morenci, on Game Time Decisions with our NASCAR buff, Steve Merrill. We'll bring it to you. Vroom, vroom. Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates, wherever you may be uh, joining us. We hope you have a great and safe uh, weekend. And um, as Cam states, uh, Sports Grid, um, like Frank Costanza says, it's the the place to be. And this is, it is, it is the place. It is uh, the place to be. And it's always the place to be when we have Steve Merrill. But I got to tell you, this segment with Merrill is longer than the proposed um, Major League Baseball 48 games. That's what the owners are not. Not even, wait, before 50 was, we're going to get down to 18 games? Six yeah. games? Hey guys, you guys can yeah. have a six week training camp for six games? 114. I got an idea. How about 48? <laughs> like, what the heck is going on with these guys? We can't even do 80. Come on, guys. Get your head out of you know what. That's just stupid. Come on, 48 games. Four, yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. Four, four, yeah. Come on. 48. Yeah. 40, games. 48 games. It's like saying, yeah, thanks. Like, let's play a four game, four game NFL uh season and have like four <laughs> NFL preseason. So it's like they would play like 30 preseason games to play 48 real games after the fact. Uh, but I was going to say also, so I heard you talking about, you know, racial uh, this and Drew Brees, that yep. and all that. So if you're looking for issues and takes on this stuff, then tune into the Don Lemon show. 
uh, tonight. Tune in. Yeah, we're talking man. NASCAR. Uh, Don Lemon. Yeah, yeah. We, we've got lemons right here. Not Don's. Picks. Steve Merrill. <laughs> with us. Covers.com. Gabe, no it's issues here, Steve. Like, oh, oh, yeah, Le Le he does Formula One because it's Le Mans. It's like my main man, Chris Jericho, in All Elite Wrestling. He's not the champion. He's the the champion. <laughs> champion. The champion. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds a little classier, Steve. A little classier. I the champion. I want to know, is baseball counting? Uh, are they doing time served? Are they going to count the uh, exhibition games, like you said, towards the regular season? I think they played like 30 of those already. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Why don't we just use those standings? That's exactly. a great call, Merrill. What do you think about that, Kent? We take the, the Cactus and Grapefruit League standings, Top eight teams get in the playoffs. Everyone else, suck it. <laughs> yep, suck it. Sorry, guys. Should have played better in Cactus League. Yeah, I'm with you, Brent. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Something I mean, new shoot, for 2020. Besides home field advantage, so how's that much much different than using that, right? <laughs> exactly. what, do you, what do you think I just about can't believe this, Steve? 48 games yeah, and all this crap, Steve. Come on, Steve. Well, I mean, it's better than nothing. I'd take it. Because at least we have 48 days we can handicap baseball and make some more money. But, yeah, it's kind of a joke. And I know you guys have been bigger on the – I know, Gabe, I know you've been backing the players more than a lot of people have. Um, but it's hard for me to get on either side. I mean, there's just so much money and there's so many games. How could they not work something out? But I, I do get that, you know, they have to look long-term. And if they give in too much, if either side, to be honest, gives in too much, uh, they feel like it's going to hurt them for the next five years. I think that's the sticking point both ways. That's, uh, that's a good point. They do. They're, they're sort of digging in for the future uh, CBA negotiations. So before we get back on the track, uh, Steve, uh, NBA playoff format, another thing that took a couple of days to digest. It's like an episode of Big Brother. They get to choose their hotel rooms according to seed. Um, they were talking about the higher seeded team gets the ball to start each quarter and all kinds of crazy stuff in the NBA. Uh, but you know, we will have NBA basketball to cap. Are there, is there a team or two that you're looking at that you think is coming out of this break that's a play-on team? Well, you know, Gabe, you were all over this. We did a radio show a couple months ago, you know, when we were in the lockdown, and you mentioned how what a difference the future odds would have based on, you know, 162-game baseball season versus an 81. I think you said the Royals go from, like, 0.1% to, percent, like, 16% to win the division. Yeah, yeah, to 14%, yeah. You know, yeah, I think it's similar here with the basketball. I mean, we got a crazy format. We got a different format. We've had a long layoff. The NBA is always the one sport in which the cream always rises to the top. You see less upsets in the NBA playoffs. Maybe you occasionally you'll see that eight C beat a one C, but you hardly ever see it. And you almost never see a long shot win the title. It's almost always one of the top two or three teams every season. And that's because when you play seven games, you play an 82 game season. You know, the top-ranked teams are usually better, and then you have a seven-game series, um, and you don't have a different goalie or pitcher like you do in baseball or hockey, or you don't have a one-and-done scenario like the NFL playoffs or March Madness in college. It's very rare that the underdogs win a seven-game series in the NBA, but I think this could be the one year in which you throw all those numbers out the window because there's so much uncertainty. We don't know what these guys have been doing for two or three months. No offense, but the NBA guys I take as kind of some of the least – um, maybe uh, physically, you know, fit when they're sitting around not playing basketball. I think they really loaf for a while. And some guys have said they hadn't picked up a basketball for a couple months. Um, so I don't think they're training hard like football players would. Um, so I think we could be very cautious. We have to be cautious. We could also see some real upsets. And for that reason, uh, you probably do want to take a look at underdogs for the first time in the NBA futures. 
Uh, Steve Merrill, ProSportsInfo.com, one of the covers experts uh, with us on Game Time Decisions. All right, let's get back to uh, to NASCAR. And guys, from where I'm sitting right now, and we're using the odds from FanDuel, Cam, I'm feeling it. I'm going to be pulling the trigger. Brad Keselowski, 10 to 1. Nice yep. value at 18 to 1 with Ryan Blaney, actually. Pretty good value, and Steve's very hot on Blaney as well. So let's keep it rolling and talk about another guy that we've always got to talk about, Denny Hamlin. Uh, Steve, what's your take on Denny Hamlin this week? Yeah, I want to say, by the way, during the break, I was pulling up some other odds at some of the sharper offshore books that I consider kind of smart money. Some of them have Blaney as the third favorite overall, like 8-1. to one. So 18-1 to one is a fantastic price. Um, and also, I'm seeing William Byron around 16 to 20 to one. He's 32 to one at FanDuel right now, and he's one of those Hendrick drivers who's very inconsistent, but it's been very fast. Uh, Keselowski at 10 to one's higher than a lot of spots as well. So yeah, Gabe, some really good value right now at FanDuel. Um, Hamlin is a guy I'd probably leave off the card this week just because we can't play 10 different guys, um, and I yeah. think he's probably the third best right now on the on the Gibbs team. I'd still rather have Kyle Busch, and definitely rather have Martin Truex ahead of either of them. And as Cam said, Eric Jones has better value. Um, as the other driver there. So I'm going to leave Hamlin off this week. But hey, look, he's kind of like Keselowski. He's kind of like Harvick. He's very consistent. He finds ways to win. And we saw that in the second Darlington race a few weeks ago. He won that range-shortened event, um, even though he wasn't the best car out there, just like Keselowski's won the other two races on each side with the less-than-best car. Hamlin always dangerous, but I think there's other drivers that are better this week. Cam, I got to tell you, this this NASCAR race, sort of like you having a, having a nice ice-cold beer, uh, yes. What was the old uh, the old Lay's uh, chips commercial? Bet, Bet you, you can't, can't just, just have one. one. That's yeah, right, buddy. Like, I'm looking at <laughs> this house here. Man. Yeah, yeah, you, you drink the whole pack. Uh, I do. Uh, um, so I'm looking at Kislowski at ten to one. All right, nice value there. Boom, Blaney eighteen to one. You bet on these two guys, either one of them wins. That's a nice profit. But I want more. I need more. And the one more. guy, I, like Steve said, we can't bet on everybody. You keep talking about Kevin Harvick, but I'm looking at Chase Elliott, Kent. So it would be Chase Elliott plus 600, Koslowski plus 1,000, and Blaney plus eight, uh, 1,800. I'll figure out like mathematically how I want to approach it. But those are the three guys. I was talking about two guys. I can't lock in a six-pack at these odds. So I'm going to go with a three-pack. Nice king can. Let's go with... Uh, Chase Elliott plus 600, Brad Keslowski plus 1,000, Cam, and then uh, Ryan Blaney, 18 to 1. I love it, Marenzi, and I'm going to tell you something. I got more bullets in the gun. Just won three races in a row, baby. Junior Alvarado, three in a row, 15 to 1, 5 to 1, 5 to 1. We're up $1,600, and I'm ready to crush NASCAR this week. You give me some winners, Steve. I'm going crazy with the units. Man, yeah, I'm going to give you some, I'm gonna give you some value. I'll give you my top pick from each team. <laughs> on Gibbs Racing, I like Truex Jr. at 10-1 to 1 at FanDuel. That's a good price. Um, nice. He's been a lot better than his results have indicated. And over the last couple of years, he's been the best driver along with Harvick. So, yeah, Truex Jr. on the Gibbs team. I'm going to leave Kyle Busch off for now. He's got to show me more. And uh, with that Hendrick team, I like all four of them. You know, it's hard to go against Chase Elliott, as you said, Gabe. He's the best of the four. But William Byron, 32-1. to 1. Sprinkle him in with whoever you play. You don't need to put much on that. Jimmy Johnson, 20 to 1. That's another sprinkle, and he's going to pay off. And my top pick is actually Bowman at 850. Um, I've liked Alex Bowman all season. He dominated California earlier this year, and I just can't get that out of my mind. He was second fastest at Darlington a few weeks ago. Um, he was actually the best car at Charlotte, and then it finished like 20th because he had some problems. But uh, Bowman, 
will be my top Hendrick pick, Truex my top Gibbs, and then Johnson and Byron a couple like 20 and 30 to 1 long shots. Done. Steve Merrill, prosportsinfo.com. And uh, we talked about uh, the NBA. The uh, the Washington Wizards are in the mix. Uh, you were talking about uh, will there be upsets, but the Washington Wizards, of course, um, the Wizards get uh, get the invite, and uh, the Washington Capitals will be back. Steve's Capitals. Steve was yep. a diehard. Uh, he went to Capital games for 30, uh, 30 plus years, gave up on them, and they finally won. <laughs> yeah, I've never been on the Wizard or the Bullets bandwagon for that matter. When Gene Shue was the coach, I used to watch. They they'd locally broadcast the games when they played the Celtics, like in the mid '80s. That'd be the only time I'd see a Bullets game as a kid, and they always lost by like twenty. I wish I could have. I had, a, on Peter, those I had a Peter Bondra jersey there, Merrill, when I was a kid. A Peter Bondra jersey. Nice. Well, if you look smooth, at my baby. background here, guys, I keep forgetting which hand is which. But I got I got a Capitals championship. I got the Caps championship uh, hat there. Hat? I got the old uh, yeah, Caps. Yeah, there it is. And, yeah, I've got a Hanson brother for you there. That's pretty cool. I found that. I'm trying to get a backdrop here. I like more it. Video. <laughs> yeah, so for people people who don't want to wear masks, they don't think it's cool to wear masks out there uh, in public. Hey, the Hanson brothers are selling their own masks. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? It's genius. <laughs> you, got, you got to choose which of the three you want, though. <laughs> uh, that's great stuff. Hey, stay safe, Steve. Thanks for the insight on the NASCAR race, buddy. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. There's uh, Steve Merrill. ProSportsInfo.com. So You're really feeling it. Right you can. I, I'm actually shaking. I'm actually shaking. I'm so happy. Like, I woke up today so hungover and feeling like junk. And <laughs> I, I wrote a tweet. I'm like, Junior Alvarado, when are you going to get your act together? And then he won three races in a row. People are tweeting me and stuff. I don't know what the hell's going on, baby. I haven't felt this good in a long time, Gabe. I don't know what's going on. I got money for a change. Well, you God, know, it feels good. It'd be it'd be nice if you'd share some of these picks as long as you're betting them on the show. You can say, oh, by the way, I just took the three horse. No, 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 but that race already went. I'll give you something at Santa Anita. See if I can keep it up. All, All right. right. We'll after the break. <laughs> Game time decisions continues. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Morency throwing it down with a raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Thanks to Steve Merrill for joining us uh, on the program. Um, I, you know, it's Friday. There's a lot of moving parts, and they're cool moving parts. We told you that we had Steve Merrill. We got Mick Aussie. He's going to check in a little bit later. It was fun uh, catching up with Mick on Fridays, lighten the mood a little bit. Um, but I said, you know, we'll see what else is going on. Joey Odessa is in. Nice. Joey Odessa will join us. In about an hour's time, an hour or two, we'll get into UFC 250. I've got a lot of thoughts on UFC 250. I did a, uh, speaking of six-packs, black flag style, I got a six-pack and nothing to do. I got a six-pack and I don't need you, as Henry Rollins once so eloquently uh, said. Uh, But we got a six-pack of picks um, that we did for FanDuel already. We did videos, so we've already got six picks 
And uh, we'll get Joey Odessa's thoughts on this card. Fun card, guys. Some really, this card, there's a lot of evenly matched fights. There really is. A lot of like minus 114s, 110s. There's a lot mm -hmm. of pick em, uh, style fights uh, on this card. So we're talking. We got UFC. We got Santa Anita. Cam's lighting up the ponies. He's now up $1,600. He's now up $1,600. Fat pocket Cam Stewart. Fats. So we're going to call him. Look at Fats. Hey, what's up, yeah. Fats? I hey, am Fats. Fat yeah, Fats. Yeah, fat stacks, buddy. Hey, fatsy, I like your fat stacks. stacks. Nice and fat. Fat st I like right, that, so Dave. Fat stacks. I'll take it. Fat stacks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, keep us appraised with, with the next race. You're going to be uh, betting on You're going to pull the trigger on. But we got a bunch of soccer as well. And, listen, as we stated, guys, we're going to be starting the overnight. We're going to be taking phone calls. going to be great. Scotty Farrell's going to be on. I'm going to be on. We're going to be following Tony Bruno. It's going to be awesome stuff. Uh, we're going to start taking phone calls. Yet, we're on so many different stations and... Yeah, I don't even know what the numbers are uh, anymore. And I asked, I said, all right, guys, give me the list of numbers. Let's start uh, banging off some phone calls here. And they said, all right, listen, we'll start posting the numbers uh, next week. But big card Julio in Chicago, a regular caller of ours. I don't know. He's got the secret number or something. And he found his way on. He, you know what? He found his way on. <laughs> and he cracked the system. He cracked the code. Big card Julio in Chicago steps up. and What's up, Julio? Right? Do, do we have Big Card Julio? We're working on him, Gabe. We're working on him. But uh, I like the five horse at Santa Anita. Uh, you guys like Garrett Cole? We'll pour on the coal. The five horse. We're going to give him a shot right now. I think he's, uh, I don't, uh, I'm watching Grand River, but uh, five, five to one should be around the odds there. Let's just get, let's keep the train rolling, Marenzi. Just a small sprinkle. Right. I like Belmont better. Belmont's my track, but I like pour on the coal. Number five, uh, Santa Anita. Uh, that is race seven at Santa Anita. Uh, Pour on the coal, uh, the five. Yeah, so, this, yeah, this, we race, got nice this, this, this race goes off race. the board. And, this race goes off the board in, in about a minute's time. So race yep. seven, Santa Anita, Cam's on the five horse. He's hot, but I got to go uh, with my, my uh, I got to go with my gut here. Cam, I'll go with the seven horse to win. I looked at the seven, too. I, I was actually looking at the, the seven. Uh, Mongai Altai, Maldonado, yeah. he's kind of got a very sneaky, underrated jockey. Six to one, I see uh, the morning line, Gabe. I got no problem with that seven. I'm going to pour on the coal, and uh, hopefully uh, one of us can get a win there, buddy. May, I'm going to do an exact box, too, and add your seven. So we're all part all right, of so the keep, team. Keep me posted. Cam's got every racetrack in the world uh, running right now. Yes, uh, I do. In front of him. Yes, I do. All right. I think we've got Big Card Julio in the house in Chicago. What's up, Julio? Hey, Gabe, Cam. Hope, hope you guys are doing well. I'm calling in from sunny Branson, Missouri, where I'm learning Stack Cam's uh, lessons in value, poolside, cheap booze, and a cheap price, and enjoying uh, a little bit of summer socially distancing from others. Branson, Branson, Missouri. Missouri? Like, That's where the Simpsons like, went. Right, right. When, uh, yeah, yeah when, uh, when Abe Simpson, Abe Simpson took his senior girlfriend. He's like, hey, the jacket. Remember those guys, the, the thugs with the Planet yeah. Hollywood jackets? Hey, Abe, you don't got a car. Those are guys, there casinos? Yeah, Branson. Are there, are there casinos there, uh, Julio, or they just play bingo? bingo. Uh, lots of bingo and uh, dinner shows here in Branson. I think the closest the show is uh, out near Springfield, Missouri, about an hour or so. Uh, okay, okay. So it sounds, sounds like your type of spot, Ken. 
dinner yeah. shows and bingo. Sounds like your speed cam, actually. I love it, Marenzi. I'm going to tell you something. Young people, not anymore for this guy. I like to go to resorts with seniors. I love the Sterling Club. Nice guys in the horse book. Love to play blackjack with them because they got a clue. Uh, that's my type of people. Yeah, I, I should go hit up Branson. If they had casinos, I'd go. But, uh, yeah, you know, you, you no, get my exactly drift, right. That's the new deal, guys, in Julio. And I see the pictures of Vegas open. Uh, dear God, like, it's just packed already, which good for them. I'm glad. You know what I mean? I have no problem with, with you know, you want to open, and it's up to your own choice if you want to go. But not enough social distancing going on. And I'm with Cam. As I move forward, I'm officially old now, guys. I'm not going to be in a New York, New York, you know, with the young hipsters and, oh, the, oh look at a hot chick and all that. I'm yeah. not looking to pick anybody up. I'm spoken for. <laughs> I'm not looking to pick anybody up. I Correct. don't need to be Correct. in a crowd of hipsters. I don't need to be in a pool with a bunch of people. I'm going to find a nice, uh, quiet casino with a bunch of old people. They'll all be wearing masks and scared. I'll be the youngest person there, and then I'll, I'll be the most attractive one there, too. I agree, Gabe. I always like to be the youngest guy in the room. It's a real good move. And I'll tell you, those, and the thing about seniors is they don't do dumb stuff at the tables. It's not their first rodeo. The guys know how to play cards. Every time some young, stupid guy comes down, he's ruining our flow. All the big times I've ever won big have always been with seniors. Great to people to hang out with. Very polite and courteous. That's why I stay at the Sun Coast. That's my new home in Vegas, the local casino. The Sun Coast. All right, so uh, Julio... Yeah. Um, let's talk. So I know you love soccer. And, and Julio used to call us every night, even on a full slate of NBA games and stuff. Julio would call <laughs> us with Italian soccer picks. And I'm like, Julio, you really you call with soccer picks on a Thursday night at big NBA night tonight? I got guys, I got Leverkusen going off on Saturday, two and a half. So Julio, you're you're in your domain right now. The Bundesliga has been going uh, uh, going on. It's been hit or miss for me for the Bundesliga, mostly miss. <laughs> um, but I did win a total. <laughs> I did win a total the other day. I look forward to the EPL coming back next week, a couple of weeks, right yes. the seventeenth. Yes. So what do you got for us, Julio? What are you betting on, buddy? Absolutely, I got a large stack, so I'll try to be quick because I know you guys are. That's why you're big card, Julio. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Bayern Munich, Leverkusen, going to be a good matchup this week. Both teams to score in over two and a half is what I'm playing. Leverkusen has won the last two. Both teams to score in this match in their last six as well as going over the total. So I'm going to do both teams to score in over two and a half goals in Bayern Munich, Bayern Leverkusen. This match is going to be interesting. Uh, Dusseldorf against Hoffenheim. Uh, both teams to score in this match in the last two. Unders have hit in the last two and a half. Now, Bundesliga is known for their overs. Uh, since the return, it's been 56% to the over in Bundesliga matches. If your sports book has it at two and a half, it's gone over that number in 56% of the matches since the return. Uh, this is an interesting matchup. Both teams are desperate in the positions there are in the standing. Dusseldorf is close to the relegation zone, while Hoffenheim is close to a European spot. I'm taking both teams to score under three goals in the match, and I'm even, I, I'm even taking the, the the draw at plus 260 in that matchup. 1-1 uh, will be just fine with me in Druseldorf-Hoffenheim. Uh, Gabe, you were on Frankfurt earlier in the week in the over uh, two and a half of that matchup. Their last 10 games for Frankfurt, they've gone over two and a half goals. The team can score, and their defense is atrocious. They're taking on Mainz, a side that can give up goals, and they can maybe score every so often. So I'm going with the, the trends. I'm going with the streaks. Give me over three, minus 120 in Frankfurt versus Mainz. 
And then the matchup that could be a trap for a lot of parlay uh, playing pukes is uh, sports, uh, as uh, Gamdu <laughs> likes to call it. Uh, Dortmund <laughs> against uh, Hoffa Berlin. I'm taking Hoffa Berlin plus one and a half, meaning they need to lose by at least one goal to uh, Borussia Dortmund for you to win that bet. So give me Hoffa, give me Hoffa Berlin plus one and a half at minus 150. I'm even going to take a stab at the juicy dog price cam for the value. Plus 730 on Hoffa Berlin. I'm also taking over three and a half goals. Ten out of the last 14 home matches for Dortmund have gone over three and a half goals. And if Joey Odessa's on the show, Gabe, I wanted to get your – I'm looking at the UFC board. Is there a reason Sean O'Malley is minus 500? Um, it's Listen, the reason that he is this big of a favorite is because he's a social media star, right? You saw he's got the crazy rainbow afro going uh, this week. Yeah, he, he – it's, it's not a great value bet. It should be like, you know, minus 300 or something, but because of his name and his popularity, you have to pay a little bit of a price, but he's not going to lose Julio. And I'm telling you, you mentioned Lou from Gamblu.com, and we'll start getting Lou on this show uh, moving forward. Uh, he's been joining us on the Marenzi Unfiltered podcast. Uh, but even Lou, he loves to walk the dogs. You guys know Lou's all about the underdogs. Guys, we broke down every fight on the card. Lou didn't like one dog camp. He's like, I just don't see it. I don't feel it. I don't see it. This is a this is a chalky card from. There's a lot of pick'em fights, but like a good example is like Evan Dunham. That was the one. Maybe the only underdog guys is the the early one. You talk about O'Malley, uh, Julio. O'Malley really is good. He's not just hype. He is good. He's gonna win, bro. But the if first looking, fight up, Alonzo Alonzo Minifield and Devin Clark. Everyone's loving Minifield here because he comes in, he tries to knock your head off fast. He's been on TV a couple of times on a contender series, and people like him just because of his personality. And he's, he's a violent sort of dude that's coming to knock your, your block off. But he's not like a star fighter. And, you know, Devin Clark at plus 184, out of all the underdogs, that's sort of the one that catches my eye the most there, Julio. If you're looking at any value for O'Malley, what I found, at least on William Hill, uh, submissions plus 800, O'Malley by decision plus 260. TKO is around uh, even price on William Hill. So if you're looking for some value, that could be uh, where to go. I'll recap again for you guys before I go. Uh, Bayern Munich, Leverkusen, both teams are scoring over two and a half. Schuzerdorf, Hoffenheim, both teams are scoring under three. Draw plus 260. Frankfurt, if, that's it, if there's any play in German football you're looking at this weekend, just ride the streak of Frankfurt and over two and a half goals or even take the over three. If it's 2-1 the final score, 3-0, you'll get your money back. So Frankfurt over two and a half if you're willing to lay the juice or take them at over three. And Dortmund, Hertha Berlin, both teams to score. Hertha Berlin plus one and a half. And Hertha uh, Berlin plus 730. And if you're looking for a partner with uh, Amanda Nunez for your parlays, look at RB Leipzig. Look at Ukrainian soccer for Shakhtar Donetsk <laughs> and you, uh, Croatian soccer with Dynamo Zagreb, gentlemen. Oh, big card, Julio. All right, all right, big back. card. Yeah, yeah, he's like, back. Yeah. He's back. Ukraine. Ukraine. Let <laughs> like you throw it out hey, Ukraine Dino now. Dynamo Zagreb. Uh, yeah, hey, Zagreb. Hey, big card, Julio. Yeah, we got it. We got to go here. Uh, you better get going too, because you're in Bronson, Missouri. At, 
I think the restaurants are all going to close in about 20 minutes. Cam, the early bird yeah, special is closing here. That's These right. Blue hair is better. Early. Yeah, hurry up, Julio, or Take else care. you're done. They're going to lock you out. Yeah. Take care, uh, gentlemen. And, and guys, what do you got? before I go, what do you think of this NHL format? I think it's horrific. I like it, Julio. We'll talk later. Stay safe, Julio. Yeah, we'll hit this on the other side. I got no people to get. What do you want to do in the NHL? I think it's great. I mean, they actually, yeah, the NHL, I think, was better than uh, the NBA. At least the NHL is trying to manipulate and get teams in. They made it more fair. I got no problem with the NHL uh, playoff format moving forward. All right, we'll get into a little NBA. We'll talk about this crowd noise uh, story that's just broken, stupid. They might add, like, the video game sounds or whatever. Um, We'll get in more to the UFC 250 Saturday. The Derby game time decisions continues. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Game time decision continues. I am Gabe Oberenza throwing it down with a raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Uh, me and Cam just bet on uh, the last race over at Santa Anita. Cam's been lighting it up. I jumped on uh, jumped on board. Cam went with the five horse. I went with the seven horse. How do we do, Cam? Well, Gabe, I hate to say it. Your horse is still running dead last. Uh, my horse finished third. He should have got up for second. Let's just say I've always been a New York track guy. I like Belmont and Saratoga. I know the jockeys last. Oh, yeah, he was dead last. last, A seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like last. Like last, last, last. Like did not fire. Dead last. He's still running. Good. Come on, boy. Yeehaw. That's nice. Don't worry about it. That's nah, nice. Don't worry. Woodbine's. Uh, you know the best is? Woodbine Entertainment, baby. They're back tonight, too. Your track, the Meadowlands. We got oh. some uh, final night in town, buddy. Oh, boy. The Trotters are in town. Let's go nuts. Ooh, yeah, that's right. The Meadowlands Ooh. returns. The Meadowlands <laughs> returns. Uh, yep. It's too bad. You know, I don't know how they're opening without the mayor of the Meadowlands. I should be there to, like, cut the tape and stuff, right? You should. Like, you I, should. I, 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 along with Governor, uh, Governor Murphy. Uh, but Woodbine, ooh, you said Woodbine, and you know, you just, you were just saying, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you were just talking about, you're like, yeah, I like, you're like, I do well at Belmont, but I, you're not big on Santa Anita usually, we have a Santa Anita Derby in the ball, and there's always, it's like that, guys, there's certain tracks where we're all going to do well uh, more than others, like uh, Gulfstream, I like Gulfstream, I've always done well at Gulfstream, I like capping Gulfstream, I enjoyed Saratoga, but there's yep. one track, Cam, I swear to God, I cringe. I've lost money as a better. I've lost money as a race uh, horse owner <laughs> at this track. Woodbine. Woodbine. Oh, yeah, Woodbine. I, I, Woodbine's Woodbine, tough. That, that's a money pit, that place, guys. Yeah, Me, I've actually, I've a, we've lost there. Yeah. I bet I've lost there. I've lost everything. Like, I Woodbine. Ooh, fine. We're, we're a nice track, but tough to win. <laughs> Yeah, I've donated probably about 30 mortgage payments at Woodbine over my career, but I've hit a couple winners, too. Yeah, they got more of my money. All right. Mick Aussie, hour two coming up. Let's roll. 
DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com.